we have a, there's a printer in our office that has been broken for a while now and Brendan was away on holiday recently and assumed that when he came back from holiday it would be fixed but uh, we just assumed that he'd come back from holiday and fix it and as yet it's not fixed I tagged you in something yesterday actually on the Facebook I saw I was too furious to even respond to it or acknowledge it for anything something to do with pins and pins and all that kind of thing yeah we'll go on to this do you know the name for the end of um, these things I did and I forgot you know it's the thing that you'd have on on your laces as well that's very bright there now hang on I'm just gonna just gonna fix the contrast I look like an angel oh it's ruined now you did look like an angel. I did. Welcome to Friday Brew. Uh, we, we haven't been on for a couple of weeks, um, partly because I was in Dublin, Brendan was away. I was in Budapest. And then last week we were just up the walls that we couldn't get the chance to actually do it. And it got to the point on a Friday where it was too late and we were both so busy. So uh, not a good excuse. It's an excuse. It's a shite one, but it's an excuse nonetheless. So welcome to Friday Brew. If you're new, this is both videoed and recorded. The audio goes on Spotify, uh, Podcast Addict, Apple, iTunes, all that kind of crack. Apple Podcasts and uh, obviously the video goes on our Facebook page and it's just us ranting and raving about whatever went on for the past week yeah. uh, for a half an hour or so while we drink coffee nice so so far we've covered the fact that our printer is shagged oh yeah what is the name of them because oh, it was know. on it's on your laces as well do you know the little thing so giblet is the name that comes to my mind but it's definitely not giblet we'll google it while he's googling actually we were just talking there with Sean it's Safari it actually Oh, the worst browser of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Uh, does anyone know the name of that lane where Sean Taff is in Killarney? Or ST from Ennis is down next to Domino's in Killarney. Uh, we're just trying to figure out that, that out. Shout out to Chris and Shane and Sean and all the all the, the gang. Oh, I was close enough. What is it's it? An aglet. An aglet. See, I did know that. I said right, giblet. Not too far away. Only more than half the letters wrong. Do you know what giblet is? Uh, something on a turkey yeah, it's it? the bits inside the turkey nice yummy delicious <laughs> any crack anyway uh, no well lots of crack I suppose yeah, oh, yeah. I, uh, what's the plan for the weekend uh, training tonight doing nothing tomorrow watching Six Nations um, I can't remember what fucking matches on they're all on except for um, Ireland really. England against Jeez, it must be England France. No, England France played. England Wales. England played. Wales. Isn't no, it? England played Wales. Wales beat England. It must be England Scotland. No. So France beat. I don't know. I France don't know. beat England, right? Uh, yeah. Ireland beat Wales. Yeah. France beat Italy. Yeah. Scotland beat Italy. Mm-hmm. England beat Ireland. Mm-hmm. So by process of elimination, it's England v Wales. I think England v Wales definitely. Oh yeah, where did I get Wales beat England from? So no, France oh, beat yeah. England. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So it's Wales England, which means it's Italy. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, Italy. So it's only one game, France. and that's on tomorrow at about like kind of half five. So I'll watch that. Um, yeah. And then I have a cup final on Sunday against Kilorglen. Ooh, local yeah. derby. Yeah, and we're you know, it's the biggest rivalry in Kerry rugby the last few years because the way that it works, you know, it, like we've been in the same division for years, like. And uh, we got promoted all right a few years ago and then came back down. And um, this year they got promoted. They won all their games. They haven't lost a single match. Um, but before this season, we kind of were always their bogey team. You know, they'd win every other game and then we'd somehow manage to beat them. Really evenly matched, but they're like a few steps up from where they were 
last year, this season, they're, they've been class. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it, and everyone's looking forward to it. And the weird thing about rugby, like I've played soccer, played football and stuff, and you know a rivalry, you, you tend to hate the other team. Like In rugby, it's kind of like... I was chatting to one of the lads and I was like ah, I can't wait to play I can't wait to play it's going to be a class match and do you know the Clarkson lads are actually sound like they're dead on you know and like straight away after the game is finished you'd, you'd just be chatting away it's it's something about the sport I think it's because you know in soccer and football you kind of want to clock the other team in rugby you get to clock the other team and, and then there's a mutual respect it's a there, weird yeah. one I don't know what it is I, I've tried to like figure it out because I've been playing all different sports all my life and I, and I can't figure it out but it's just there's a great atmosphere and a great kind of respect like mutual respect between both teams but uh, it's in Mosgrave um, which is class all weather pitch we're playing at 1 o'clock which is nice so it's an earlier kickoff time it's normally 2 or half 2 we play so you get a nice cup final feel for it and normally on this day there's like you know four matches throughout the day so you have other clubs that'll come along and they'll watch you and then it, it's just class like savage atmosphere but my leg is a bit crocked I had to go for physio last night um, on the quad and on my hamstring I, I've played every game this season which is like just mental because I, I was crocked last well, year. Let, with let me just say these, these four these 4G pitches will not help you on Sunday. No, no, they're you're, very bad. That's why I went for physio because yeah. I've I've kind of played through niggles and all the rest of it, um, and I'll be kicking as well. So I've upped the kicking routine and practicing. But I did strain my quad uh, yesterday. Um, Rugger and guy. Yeah, and no, and and I went for physio. I didn't think it was that bad, and then when physio was going into the quad, it felt like a knife. So I I'll probably take it easy tonight at training, do a bit of jogging at the start, and I'll yeah. pull myself out of it for the rest. Because you know if you're jumping, yeah, yeah. And why would it would a game? You would go, yeah. But I'll be fine on Sunday. I'll get through the match, and yeah, yeah. I have uh, I have. What am I doing this game? I'm DJ in the Grand tomorrow night. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm DJ in the Grand tomorrow night, and then County League starts Sunday. So uh, mm. I'll be playing with the Stacks Junior. Yeah. So Croke sees her down their star player <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> Gooch, is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're playing Karen's Rallies on Sunday at home and then the A-team are playing Kenmere at home. So should be a good weekend. So it's, all, I, it's always nice just to get the County League off to a start because... I'll, I'll take this off now and I'll, because the algorithm shows that you we do a lot better when I'm wearing a T-shirt. Show me that. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Brendan's just dripping. Yeah, so County League, looking forward to that starting on Sunday. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to DJing tomorrow because uh, I normally do it every second Saturday in the Grand. And it, like, it's only been two weeks, but it feels like ages since I was DJing. And the last, the last night I DJed, I was telling you on the Monday afterward, yeah. it was one of those nights where I could have played any song. It didn't matter what it was. It just worked. It was that type of a crowd, so it was good crack. So, yeah, that's the plan for the weekend. Um... What we normally do during our, our chats here, if, if you're a regular, so you know, we kind of just catch up on whatever was going on across I'm the week. What does that say? Uh, oh, Wrangler, Wrangler. Sorry. I, yeah. just, I just saw Rang, Wrangler. You saw oh, yeah. a W and a word ending in E-R. So, do you want to start? What have you got for us this week? Uh, oh, good question. Me. What do I have? Um, T is experiencing a revival amongst millennials. Um, half of people aged between 20 and 39 are buying the hot drink outside home. But I'm not reading this at all. Um, and uh, that includes variations of green tea, spices and fruity flavours. Uh, it's also found 57% of people support charges on disposable cups. I don't know why I started with that. It's not, not a very strong topic. I, I thought I saw it earlier on. Well, it is like, called Friday. That'll brew, be a bit so. of a chat. Yeah, it's Friday... 
that's why I thought it would be brilliant. It's Friday brew. I'm actually <laughs> drinking a cup of coffee because I'm tired. Um, uh, I am too. To, to be honest, I'm not a tea drinker. I never was. Uh, now I'd never buy tea in a public place because what I uh, find right tempered glass here, no tempered no. glass. No, my reasoning is right. If you're going to buy tea in a cafe, you're spending what, like two euro, three euro. I haven't bought tea in years, but like I could make tea at home. I can't make a cappuccino at home. Oh, fair enough. That's my reasoning. I had a cappuccino Seems in the Shire Cafe actually. Jesus Christ, it was unreal. It Good. was actually savage. Because, you know, sometimes you pay for a cappuccino and you're like, oh, well, not great. Yeah. Tastes a bit bitter or whatever. And also, I don't get an Americano in a cafe because I can make that at home. Right, okay. No, I, <laughs> Do you I, get what I, I mean? Get, it's, like, it. it's like just you're hot water and coffee and, like, tasting bitter. Cappuccino, savage. Work I, I get that. You, Bob. Do you know what I mean? No, I get that. But, yeah. uh, oh, I got a yawn. Oh, God. Give me more coffee. Yeah. Excuse me, that's very rude. Uh, no, I, I'm not really a tea drinker. I only got into coffee in college, and uh, I, I will drink the odd cup of tea. Like I, I'd be at my in-laws' house, and I might have a cup of tea, you know, or I might be with the lads where they don't have coffee. Yeah. I might have a cup of tea, laced with sugar. But uh, so I was only saying this to Elaine on the air on the breakfast shows during the week. There was somebody. There was a debate about Barry's versus Lions. Yeah, like Barry's all the way, kid, because it's cock. But I couldn't tell you the difference between them. Mm. You mentioned out the various I, spicy I teas, could, green yeah. teas, all the herbal teas. Never tasted one, so I couldn't even tell you what they're like. Haven't I think I've had Earl Grey or breakfast tea. I don't know. It's Earl, it, breakfast tea is tea tea, I think. I just said tea tea. Um, but Earl Grey is horrendous spices. It, it almost tastes like perfume has right. been spilled into your tea. It's disgusting. like Because, you know, sometimes you, you'd be abroad and you'd be there at breakfast and then you'd be like, ah, oh, geez, all right, let's make the most out of this buffet. And then you're like, tea, 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 uh, Earl Grey. <laughs> and then you love that in, and you're like, just regular. <coughs> and it tastes like... No, never yeah. tasted it. Actually, Old we were in... Uh, uh, you laugh at this now, but the first one went to Oktoberfest, which is the biggest beer festival in the world. Yeah. Uh, the apartments we were staying in, there was no kettle. And one of the boys, of course, brought tea bags, as you do. <laughs> so uh, he we just he was there with a pot, and he boiled, boiled some water. Oh, in the yeah, yeah. And made himself a nice cup of tea. Now, yeah. as for whether or not it was Barry's... Excuse me, I don't know, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we were there. You walk in like first as Irish people, no kettle, ah lads. So this is like the 1980s. no fear. Up yeah. goes the pot of water, uh, boiled and made himself a nice cup of tea. Lovely. Um, there was also one of the lads on that holiday on a side note and a bit of a tangent here. Uh, so after our, we went to Oktoberfest like four days running, and on day two we went down to the down to the Oktoberfest itself and into yeah. the tents and we tried to get some tea. We went into this cool place. It was like half ten, eleven o'clock in the morning. Now, like so, the beer tents were just open. So we went into this one place anyway, and you go in, and all the tables are reserved, like because you know you'd be, you'd be lucky yeah, to yeah, get public seating. But we said, look, we're there's just here. There's a huge long table. Yeah, like, big long they? tables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So in one of the smaller tents, uh, just said to you, man, look, we just want to get a bite of tea. He goes, oh yeah, no problem. He said they're not reserved until like two o'clock. Perfect. This is eleven in the morning. So we all ordered our food anyway. Now again, in the mm. morning time, like we're, we're sitting on having steak <laughs> and like table glass, uh, having like hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. So he's uh, yeah, you beer, beer, beer. I said, yeah, can I get a beer and can I get a, a glass of cola? He goes, Cola, no problem. And one of the lads, most Irish guy ever, can I get a pint of milk? <laughs> your man was like, your man is doing, milk? <laughs> so we thought, great, gas. Next thing you know, your man arrives back, he just went, beer, beer, he gives all a beer. Yeah. And he goes, sorry, milk. Milk, no. <laughs> he, he, he actually just laughed at him like, can I get a pint of milk? Oh man, it was hilarious. Savage. Um, uh, no cups of tea then. With things that people should bring on holidays, right? 
tea, I, you know, fair play, because they mightn't be there in the foreign country. Um, but Eve's sister, Janet, has a brilliant idea. She, she brings an eight-socket extension lead. Oh, this is so good. Yeah, go on. Like, we, we, were, <laughs> we were going through Kerry Airport there a few years ago. We were going to Berlin. <laughs> and Janet was there. She had her backpack, like, you know, and, and there's all these signs, like, don't bring this, that, you know. The other thing, and then uh, and then there was a bit of a problem. The thing went off or whatever, and they started searching Janet's bag. And we turned over, like Janet, what what you have in the bag? Like you know, like because the they rest of us dealer, all right? went through. Not about sure, you know, Kerry Airport, very relaxed, very sensible, and all yeah. the rest. It's common sense kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, they just didn't didn't really know what this was. Pulled out this massive eight socket extension lead. And we're Class. all laughing at it. We're like, what, why the hell are you bringing that? And she's like, because hotels never have enough plugs. And yeah. Fact. Spot on. Like, there's only like one, and it'll be the corner of the room, and then the second one will be over there. And it's already taken up with the lamp. So either you charge your phone or you're in a dark, you know, you've uh, the choice between charging a phone or having a light in the room. So it's spot on. Bring extension leads on holidays because that will make use of your you know the the socket converter thing yes i was just going to say that's the other reason and it why. saves the the hassle of having to buy loads of them exactly so yeah. you, only, you only need one it's genius you only need one adapter you're spot on you know the there three pins of the two pin and then yeah. you plug in your phones or whatever it is and you're absolutely dead right yeah janet, uh, i don't know i saw nice one janet because i saw holiday that saver i saw that as a, as, a, as a holiday hack mm. a couple of years ago and i thought why have none of us ever thought of this before so oh janet my God, yeah nice one because uh, and <laughs> That's we, a great idea. We had an adapter, but it was for the wrong part of Europe. I don't know, like ah, uh, you didn't yeah, Hungary, on, yeah. but like you know, like there, I think it was we the used it in Croatia, it? like yeah, it was. The, I know the one you're talking about. And like it, it looked like it should have fit in, and it didn't. So I don't know. People, here's the other thing as well. If you're going out from communism, uh, that's what I blame it on. It, to be fair, it doesn't happen in Kerry Airport yeah. actually. If, if if you're going out from Cork, Shannon, or Dublin, right? Yeah. And you're inside in the old yoke, the shop beforehand, and you get an adapter because mm. like oh shit, I'm going somewhere I need to get this right. Then they should say to you, oh, where are you flying to? You say, London. Yeah. And they should go, oh, you don't need that. Or I'm going to Berlin. Oh, you don't need this one. Yeah, or I'm yeah, going yeah. to Budapest or whatever. Oh, then get this one instead. Nah, those <laughs> bastards will still let you buy it. And then you kind of go, the wrong yeah. one. So anyway, then you have shout to out to all these staff who are probably going to abuse me now because they all watch mm. this. Uh, I, <laughs> you know the way I didn't have a car there for ages? Yeah. Um, my, I, I was trying to come up with a nice kind of you know, solution to buy me some time to have a look at other cars and all the rest of it. So I was looking up rentals, like, but it's quite Remember expensive this, to rent office, a car yeah, yeah. In, in Ireland. Like, you know, it's like one of the most expensive in Europe. So I was looking at, and then I found, like, I, I was trying to look for cheap car rental prices and long-term car rental prices and all the rest. And then I went through an American site and for three weeks, like normally it was coming up 400, 500 euro, three weeks, 77 euro. I was like... Right. Brilliant, perfect. Booked it, all the rest of it. Insurance, no, because I'm Irish. I have, you know, I'm covered insurance-wise because I'm from here. Don't need the insurance through that. Yeah, yeah. So, seventy-seven euro. Got the bus out to Kerry Airport. Big bot here now. Absolutely delighted with myself. Kerry Airport. <laughs> uh, place looked like it was closed. There was planes in the back. All right, like, but I went in through the main reception, and uh, went in, and and there was just like. <laughs> There was bed sheets all over the place and there was no lights on and there was lads up and ladders. They were painting inside. So oh, I, no. I went up and I was like, uh, 
Our thing is, I'm, uh, I'm here I'm just to pick up a rental car. Like, oh, yeah, you go through the car park there and it's down the back. And I was like, all right, fine. So off I went anyway. It was a lovely sunny day like today. So I was walking down and you can't really see where the rental place is at all. You're walking. This is still in Kerry Airport now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jesus the car park right. goes way behind. Like, yeah, yeah, And yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. short-term parking is kind of down the back or something. But I was walking anyway, and then I saw a couple of prefabs and walked past, like, mechanics working on the car. I was like, okay, I'll go down to the prefab anyway. I went in there, chat with your man. How are things? Da-da-da. Here to pick up the car, 77 euro. And uh, he goes, right, and do you have insurance? I was like, no, because I'm Irish. I said, there. Sure, look, I have my own insurance. Da-da. He goes, Right, this is going to get very expensive now. And my arse fell into my shoes. Like I was like, okay, wh- what do you mean? Like He goes, if you're not taking insurance, there's a deposit of €5,000. Jesus Christ. So I was looking at I was like, oh, Your right. face must have been like... Oh, like, I swear, I, I can still feel the blood draining into my legs. Like, it was, I was like... <laughs> Oh, this right. should have been written on the website. Uh, I, it, do you know what? I'm sure it was. But me being an Egypt going like, sure, yeah. I'm Irish. It's grand. I don't need the insurance through an America. You know all the rest. And I was like, can I, can I cancel? Like, or what? He was like, yeah, we can cancel. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank Yeah, well, I'm sure he God. wasn't going to make you stand if you gave him five grand. Because <laughs> that fucking wasn't happening at all. If I had that waiting. to give, if I had that to give, I would have had a car. You had like. a car, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, I, uh, like, talk wow. about a close... But you could imagine, no, right? If that wasn't in Kerry Airport, if that was up in If you'd gone all the way Dublin, to Cork or Dublin or Shannon, yeah. If it was in Dublin, you can just imagine that they would screw you to the hilt. So thank God for Kerry Airport. Nice for Kerry Airport. And he would sound out as well, because I came in and I was chatting way to him, and he goes, uh, he goes... Um, have you <laughs> have you rented a car with us before? I was like, no, no, I haven't. He's like, oh, your voice is familiar. Ah, right. and then I I got to roll out. That's because I'm actually on Radio Kerry, and he was like, oh, brilliant stuff. So do you have insurance? And then that moment happened. So <laughs> I went from like, I am so class, I'm so famous to. <laughs> All right, fine. No, grand, um, isn't it? I actually have to leave. Oh um, my god, I'm actually sweating much. just thinking about it. it yeah, the like. Yeah, Holy no, I, shit, like I it was imagine. so close to getting absolutely screwed. So, again, Kerry Airport, legends. Thanks. Nice one. Yeah. Uh, that's, I can only How imagine. How do we even get onto that? I topic? don't know, I don't but know. I know, but I, I, I get it though because I would <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Oh it my up. God, it was one of those moments where I was just like so cocksure and I was going, I didn't even tell Eve that I was doing this. I told nobody because I, <laughs> I was going to land home and they were like, where'd you get the car, Brendan? Cost me 77 euro. I had it all <laughs> in my head. They were like, oh, brand new. How did this happen? <laughs> ah, I went through an American website and I didn't get insurance. Oh, and you would be thinking to yourself, I'm so clever. I really thought I had tricked the system. Like, I know, you know, but I suppose... And I was going to be rental Brendan for the rest of my days in, on the roads. In hindsight, when you oh, look back at it now, you're... So you're stupid, thing, like. But I'm like, like, of course it wasn't 77 euros. Exactly, okay. I was just going to say, because when you look back, all the other companies you checked were this amount of money, that amount of money, that amount of money. Wow, this is really cheap. Amazing. And there's your yeah, big boss. And I was like, well, you see, Irish Ireland is the most expensive rental in Europe. So obviously Americans are paying rental prices from America. That was my Although reasoning. There, there was a story. Oh, uh, I think the journal.ie had this about two yeah. or three years ago. Was I telling you this? Mm. So I think there was this woman. She was a teacher. And I'm pretty sure she was yeah. living in Westmead and I think working in Dublin. And she she worked out the maths and she did. She got out mm. the calculator. She worked it out that 
uh, she rented a car, I don't know, from whatever company it was, right? Yeah. And she rented it on a monthly basis. So so every month she nearly... Enterprise, yeah. It could have been. So every month she was changing her car. And for the amount of money she was spending on the monthly cost of uh, the rental fee, the insurance, they were already taxed mm. from the crowd. Uh, all of that and then fuel costs, right? Yeah. She was still working out on an annual basis, cheaper than buying a car, taxing it, insuring it, and putting petrol and diesel into it, it. and then maintain, yeah. maintaining it exactly. So I think she she no did NCT, work it out. No tax. Yeah, because you don't have to pay any of that. That's all down to the company. Yeah, yeah. and she I think I think she did she did yeah. it on a monthly basis and changed every month, and uh, she drove from Westmeath to Dublin for school or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I read it, that it story. It can be done. It can and be done. I thought. Wow, of course. I've cracked the system. I got it even cheaper. <laughs> uh, I, I want to talk about, are you somebody for useless gimmicks and uh, uh, inventions no, and buying crap? No, very like very much the opposite. I always look at something like functionality over fashionableness, you know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Function over fashion. Uh, so gimmicks, not a big Well, I'll put it to you this way, right? I yeah. recently bought uh, the cheap kind of fake AirPods, oh, Apple AirPods, if you like, or AirPods, whatever Oh, yeah, called, I right? got those. Yeah, yeah I, I, I got them. They're, they're, they're like less than a tenner yeah. online. I bought them, right? Uh, reason being is because the Apple ones, which are, I know now, after buying the, these cheap ones, are really good quality, but they're really yeah. expensive, right? Like, they're like 200 quid or something like that. I wasn't going to spend 200 quid on a set of headphones. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to buy a set of DJ headphones, not yeah. small ones. But I use them quite a bit, whether it be walking the dog, doing a bit at home. Yeah. Uh, even sometimes if I was driving in the car you'd have them because they're a Bluetooth thing so I'd often use them right Yeah. so I said I'll chance them they're probably shite mm. bought a pair of them less than a tenner they're really good mm. they're perfect right they do the job exactly for what I'd want right so that's kind of a gimmicky thing but again functionality because they work mm -hmm. the thing I wanted to talk about was trending this week uh, and here's a picture of it it was Beautiful recently picture. revealed that men spend around seven hours mm. in the jacks have you seen the story right so they're in the toilet and it's it's to do with using the facilities, but it's also to hide from their partners and their children. So if you've got a rake of kids <laughs> and your head is melted, mm. dads F off to the toilet. They sit down and they're like, leave me alone, give me five minutes. But seven hours a year is what they'll Jeez. spend, right? So it adds up. So somebody has come up with the ultimate procrastination device Aww. just to see this, called the toilet timer. And it's designed to end people hogging the bathroom and procrastinating. Uh, the website that does it, it um, says it's a unique sand timer that runs for about five minutes. Now, not a lot of time if you're uh, taking a break for yourself. Yeah. But it's one of these Kickstarter campaigns. So yeah. basically, they've come up with, I mean, essentially, it's uh, an hourglass mm. with a bit of plastic around it that shows a man on a toilet. And they're looking for people to fund that, so mm. they're looking for people to buy it or whatever. And you can um, contribute. I'm not actually I'm not actually sure how much it costs, but you can contribute to it, and then they'll send you your your own personalised toilet timer. Yeah. Um. But it's one of those. It, it, the reason I mentioned gimmicks is because I wouldn't be arsed mm. literally, uh, getting one of these and, and giving the money to this Kickstarter crowd. I mean, fair play to them. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you could just you could either practice proper bathroom etiquette. Yeah. Or set a timer on your phone. It's a bit of a shite idea but it just reminded me of these other it reminded me of these other uh, Kickstarter campaigns because that, that was a big thing especially in America yeah. maybe five six years ago maybe a little bit more yeah. uh, there's only one company I ever almost invested in and I, and I didn't um, probably regretting it now uh, and it was actually for the type of video we're taking you can get a wireless microphone 
that mm. was being developed and it was like one of the little lapel mics that we have now except it was wireless and it was you know fairly high standard and yeah. it was a kickstarter crowd and if you gave them 399 dollars which is whatever in euro um you'd be one of the first exclusively in the world to get this and they're only making about 10 of them if it took off then they'd become i i actually have no idea if that company's still going yeah that's anyway. so dodgy. useless like. gimmicks anyway yeah it is kind of dodgy yeah yeah <laughs> i've actually heard i know a guy since who did buy one of these and yeah. it, it is apparently worth the money and that it's top quality the problem is is that you spend your 400 dollars on whatever this yoke is there's now an alre already a uh, new version of it out yeah. Sorry, am I boring you? No, you're not. I'm, I, I'm just am I being you? rude and no, yawning. Uh, sure, it's the same way. Yeah, but um, the, the technology has already changed. There's now mm. a newer version of it, a better version of it, and a cheaper version of it. So you if see, you had it. spent the 400 quid, you'd have got and gone, brilliant, but yeah. six months later, new one. See, I'm always sceptical of that. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I could get it now. And yeah, it is amazing, but it's going to be a lot more amazing and a lot more cheap in a couple of years time that's true <laughs> if you just relax yeah. and chill out for a while it reminds you know? me of uh, not technology related but fashion related I bought a jacket mm. years ago delighted myself this kind of lovely suede jacket I was so chuffed because I loved it like 90 quid I spent on it around Christmas week mm. and two weeks after Christmas in the January sales it was worth 40 euro and yeah. I was like less than half and I was like sorry more than half off and I was like oh, I felt so bad because it was only two yeah. weeks. Had I wait? Now, of course, I wasn't at all. Excuse me, that it was going to but go down. You looked but great over Christmas. I did look great until some clown when I was in college spilled something on it, and because it was a suede jacket, it never came out the stain, and mm -hmm. that jacket had to be replaced. So yeah, it, I brought it to a dry cleaner and everything. She was like, "I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do with that." Yeah, suede's yeah. a disaster. Disaster. Yeah, it was a. It was, and it wasn't even subtle. Like it wasn't kind of like back at the sleeve mm -hmm. or elbow. It was like right down the front of it, and it was quite blatant that there was a stain there. So you're not artsy enough to carry it off. Then I wasn't. You see, I mm. wasn't. See, I'm really cool now. Mm. I wasn't really cool then. So. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> what else have you got? Um, Toilet timers. Villagers in Settecani, Italia, have been left stunned. And it's not going down the line you're probably thinking of. After finding premium wine flowing out of their taps this week. Oh, I, I thought this was going coronavirus. Yeah, I That's know. where I thought this was going. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, why is he making fun of it? Uh, so yeah, malfunction with the water mains meant the Lambrusco was flowing instead of water. It took staff at the local winery about an hour to spot the issue and stop the supply. Um, that wasn't before 1,000 litres of the 16 euro a bottle red had been sent down the public water system. How? The, how? How? Uh, is, maybe is, is the toilet treatment plant, the water treatment plant here, or the winery here? I, mean, I would say so. Like, I mean, if you think about the Clarny Brewery, right? Clarny right. Brewing Company. Sorry, I should get that title correct. Um, like, that's dead center in the town. I would imagine in Italy they've got this old winery, probably in a hilltop town, where um, the water supply comes from. Possibly, and, and you know, it's probably just smack bang in the middle, and then yeah, you know, yeah. hilly places they probably have the water supply up on the top of the hill, and then uh, you know, yeah. fairly simple and all the rest. Science, uh, but imagine science. if this happened, like to like. You know, they're on about Jesus turning a couple of bottles of water into wine. That's that's turning an entire that's a different thing. town supply of water. I can into imagine wine. going out to the kitchen, washing your it's hands, or even fill app. up the kettle, and the next thing, wine is going out of the tap. <laughs> Washer, oh my god! Would it have been <laughs> be under the well, tap? Well, here's a question, right? Yeah. If the water is drinkable, like most water would be out of mm. the tap, uh, would the wine have been drinkable, or would it have been filled with whatever? I don't know. It depends on anyway, how I just wonder though, what you've got. 
Oh, yeah, you would. Yeah, well, like, you could fill your, you know, any container, and then you could just strain it, because maybe if there was some Bits. sediment in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're talking about bottling it correctly. So you're better off just bottle. drinking it that day. Yeah, it's 16 euro bottle. So that's 1,000 litres. Too expensive. 750 mils per bottle. So that's like... Well, it's about yeah. It's um, let's watch it's Brendan do maths. Let's watch uh, Brendan do maths. Seven, wait, wait. If there was one hundred bottles, it would be. <laughs> Don't worry oh. about it. You're, Whoa. you're getting a headache. Okay, there's headache. like there is more than it's a thousand five hundred bottles down the drain. Down the drain. Uh, that is actually it's pretty classical. good story. But if you could um, have a wish, what would you have flowing out of the tap at home? If you had a water tap and then another tap. What would you like coming out of that tap? Seven up. Flat seven up. Uh, yeah, good to go on. I was going to say bottles of Corona, but probably a bit too close to the bone there. Mm, I would say Murphy's, but then you see, I prefer having Murphy's in a pub. Do you know what I mean? Or, I was just going to say, like, you if you're going to have something atmosphere. coming out of a tap, when I go to a pub and get it out of a tap. But you see, you could have it for free at home, like water. You know what I mean? What if I could arrange that you would go to a pub and just drink for free? Okay, great. Fantastic. What's your favourite pub in Clarny? Where do you always go for, oh, for, for pints well, of Murphy's? Okay, I can't that's unfair. No, that's unfair. Where's but, your favourite pint of Murphy's in Killarney? Oh, God, again. Ah, because he'll be barred from somewhere if he says it. <laughs> well, no. Uh, God, you see, I can't really choose a favourite, but there's different okay, times. Okay, okay. Let me that rephrase. Like let me rephrase. It, it, to be honest, there's not a bad pint of Murphy's in the town. Yeah, but let, let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Courtney's has a lovely pint of Murphy's, am I it right? It does. Savage. If I'm going for a winter, midweek, late night School pint. night pint. Courtney's. If I'm going for, uh, oh, just picking up a few bits in town. Uh, Eve, would you like to maybe put the shopping bags down for a moment? The Laurels then. Great spot to pop in, sit down. And it's a real sort of a touristy spot, but also a local spot. So you have a nice mixed match of people coming in and out and sitting down. All the accents, all the conversations going on. And there's no music playing in there either, which I just, I love that. Love the the sound of chatter in a bar. Do yeah, know? no, I get it. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. lovely sound uh, and atmosphere. It's its just class, if especially I, when it's rotten weather. If I could counter that with, because uh, I, 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 I'm a Guinness drinker as well, mm. um, separately to Murphy's obviously, but if I could counter that, I would say that if anyone's looking for a decent point of Guinness in Tralee, you get a lovely point in the Castle Bar. And you get a lovely point in uh, the Kirby's in the in the, mm. in the Brogue. Lovely you get a nice one there. in the Munster Bar as well. Although, yeah, we had Beamish there, and it was very nice. Nice, yeah, yeah. 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 So Full there's our recommendation out for points of Murphy's, points of Guinness, and points of Beamish. Oh, it's Friday. Stout drinkers. Yeah, we we actually better wrap because we're, we're going <gasps> a fair bit here, and yeah. we we must get going for the old radio <gasps> and all of that and all of everything. And if you're wondering when do they record this stuff, are they still in work? right now <laughs> yeah. uh, it's 5 on. past 12 now yeah so Brendan has to get ready for bits today because ask Brendan's speaking on speaking of getting ready I got ready this morning and I dressed especially for the return of Friday Brew would you like to know what I'm wearing today yes you would okay, hang on, I met Marion Lestole in the Kerry College of Further Education she said I love when you go through what you're wearing so Mary this is for you okay so let, let me let me just do the proper introductions okay this is Friday Brew I'm Andrew Barrasee this is Brendan Fuller Brendan Tell us what you're wearing this week. Oh, thanks, Andrew. Uh, you know, I wasn't really expecting this. <laughs> so we'll start with the footwear. Uh, Farah, white shoes, bought these in Sports Direct, upstairs on the third floor. So you know they were a pretty good deal. Um, so you have those. I then bought fresh socks for my trip to Budapest. Um, and I got these in, uh, in pennies, lotto. 
the only lotto I'll ever I did pair a lot of football boots years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they're socks and pennies now. So you, I got a five pack for like six euro. And I love pennies. They used to have Dunlop. I, I, got, I got fresh socks every day of the holiday. Oh, what a treat. What a treat. Made the holiday. Uh, the pants are Paul Galvin. Paul. Shout out to you, P. Galtain. Feck's sake. Um, I have Farah boxers then, because you always have to match boxers with your shoes. It's a little known rule in, fa in fashion. And then I have the Wrangler t-shirt, which is very retro, and it's from TK Maxx. And I got it after I bought something for Eve, and I thought it was being very nice, and then she was like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> so then I was like, I was like, all right, fine, I was trying to be nice, Eve, jeez. <laughs> So then I went back to TK Maxx, returned it. You can't get cash back. You only get a exchange. You know, yeah, exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got myself a T-shirt, and I said, "It's, it, it's it, lovely. It is I'm a cool T-shirt for things like it yeah, cool no, it's, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's retro." Um, uh, and then I have uh, uh, Daniel Wellington watch. Um, I changed the strap so the for going to work, and it's strap, a it's yeah, a leather yeah. strap then for the weekends and big occasions. And uh, then I, <laughs> I have. Uh, I have a hoodie then as well of uh, of Burton's and there's a couple of stains and I think that's a makeup stain. I was just going to say that's definitely a makeup stain, yeah. Oh, fuck's sake, Eve. <laughs> Ungrateful yeah, woman. I'm Eve. Uh, but it is property of Brooklyn it's and Fox. Makeup. It's, it's own my makeup. own makeup. I, I wear makeup for this. Right, we better wrap yeah. because uh, we, we need to get out of here and great studio crack. will be needed. Uh, as always, yeah, Friday Brew is back so we're back yeah. again next Friday as per usual. Uh, you I'll, can see the video a, of this on I'll Facebook. I'll have the trophy here. Get the audio of this on uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye, bye. Good luck.